the thing which I, I find hysterical, Bob, is I feel like the two of us owned our own businesses and we retired and we tinkered around the house for a few weeks and decided that wasn't for us. So we are, we've been live for a little bit. So in, uh, in, we're, we're opening like a new joint venture together. And I, and I feel like it's the thing where it's like, well, 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 I sit by the window. No, I sit by the window. No, we have coffee in the, like we're doing, like it's cracking me up a little bit. It's like both just trying to be alpha male. That's what's going on. I don't think I've ever been accused of that ever in my life. No one has ever, not even my wife. You're like two cats fighting for dominance. Real. No, no, it is. It's like basically, it's like okay. Anyone who goes to a barber shop knows what I mean. You go into a barber shop, like I mean the one with like that thing outside, the little spot, like spindly thing, like the barber shop icon thing. Yeah. You go in, and the, and the average age yeah. of every man in this barber shop is like eighty three. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they're not, they don't have cars with air conditioning because they can roll down the window because they fought in the big one, like these kinds of guys. It's like going in and trying to teach them, okay, you need to be a Democrat now, or like something they haven't done before. You get set in your ways. So I am a very old Republican, apparently, according to sleeps on the same about? side of the bed as You're Bob. Crazy is is what we have there. It's pretty damn funny. So, so as far as I can tell, everything seems to be working. So, if in three hours the audience tells us <laughs> they can't hear us, screw them. Because everything Aww. seems to be working perfectly. Come in, Bob. Come in. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. Allison, the podcast, Point of View Weekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk. <laughs> me angry. <laughs> Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not, I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm just throwing that out there. Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am simply. Severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, that's right. Darkrest! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! <laughs> it, Bob! This is awesome. I, Bob. It's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. We should turn really the cameras on. Turn it off. <laughs> Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow. Ow. 
I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his bones. But he is lovely. <laughs> and Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? But no, I don't. So. Then we'd just be Mexico again. Why are you drawing a penis? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. Where is Sue? Sue! I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. Just Not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear clothes. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move him with Bob because he's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. And she's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Oh, Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> the the worst podcast Bob, you seem stoned, and I don't mean that to be negative. You seem very mellow tonight, it's Bob. because he's got it's his like, Jamba Juice. I know, but it's like... He's got his Jamba Juice. He's... he's, he's, he's Everything's good, man. Ray's very dependable. Ray is usually right on top of this stuff. We're, Ooh, we're, we're, we're apparently there's a blockage, Bob. We're not sounding. All right, oh, there, no. there's no sound flowing. All right, so let's uh, let's look into this here. Um, this is apparently like I I don't know. I'm just I'm hitting things. I know what you're doing. It's nothing changes. Oh, she hears <laughs> Ryan. Okay, do you hear Danielle? Because she's right next to me. All right, okay. well, Danielle well, is in the, the same, same room. Line. Yeah, but if she can't hear you, then she's lying. That's yeah. what I'm going for here. Or something really weird is going That's on. That's really weird. You're not really here. <gasps> it's like that sex sense. I'm a ghost. I see dead people. Can yes. we hear Bob? Can we hear Sue? If they can't hear you, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> it's a, are you talking? So that means, no, they can't hear you. Um, hmm... How about how about how about uh, a faint Oh, I Bob? hope it's not because they turn their volume down. Uh, well, I well yeah, but no, right? It can't be like you can't hear them. Though. Yeah. How about how, now? Now? How about now? How Bob, about how's the harmony coming? That seems to be the new thing on Puffle episodes. Louder, so do we have Bob though? We have no Bob. How do we have no Bob? Boo, Sue, boo, boo, what the hell's your name, Sue? But he's here. What's going on? He's on the same line as Sue. How can we not hear Bob? Now I just hit another button, which should hopefully make this better e later, but. But did we yeah. did we lose Bob in doing so? I'm still amused that we can I hear Sue. I still hear him. What? Ryan and Danielle both sound like they're in the bath. Well, maybe we what? are. Maybe we are. We're very much in love, young couple in our in our early thirties. Uh, right. Just a dog. What? Weird. This is episode two hundred seventy five. Standards are slipping. What do you want from me? Ugh. We sound like we're in the. We're not in the bathroom, people. Bath something. We have standards. But Bob is on the same line. I don't understand how we can't hear Bob. <laughs> this, I is, I, this is astonishing. I no now I hit another button, 
I don't know what it does. Stop hitting buttons. I'm hitting things at random. If it makes it better, good. If it deafens you, you're gonna like translate us all into Portuguese, and no one's gonna understand a damn. That would be kind of funny. Don't think we haven't done that before. Mm. Don't think we haven't tried that before. Maybe you sound more interesting in Portuguese, Ryan. Hold on, can they hear me? I don't know. Okay, because no, because every time I say something, Sue types it out to them. (laughs) But if they can't hear me, or maybe they hear me from the past, maybe I haven't said it yet. It is from the past. Well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. You're not everyone. Wake up and smell the fruit juice smoothies, Boogwainians. This is Point of View Weekly. Part of Weekly Family Podcast. I can't remember the stupid dad goddamn intro. Is the usual crowd, starting with Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? I'm part of the usual crowd, Bob. That's good to hear. Danielle, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Bob, and um, I have a script that you are welcome to borrow anytime. Why, thank you. I have a question. In your script, I think you reversed. You did something with the family podcast. You said part of the... It's supposed to be... Uh, morning at mo- not morning at mo- not morning show. Morning show, part of the part of the family. I thought you just said farm cat. Farm cat. Danielle said. I was about to point out that I said it wrong. Danielle said morning podcast, part of the perfect weekly family of morning show. Well, I'm sorry, Ryan. Um, I I did did the best I could. All right. So I have something interesting tonight. I wait, 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 wait. Sue, you didn't introduce Sue. Sue, remember Sue? I I do. Ryan. I never remember Sue. Sue, because Sue is our lovely producer, and Sue, how are you doing tonight? Well, I am doing very well, but apparently, Bob, you and I are podcasting from the basement below the bathroom that Ryan and Danielle are podcasting from, wow. so no one can hear us. We're- I just hit a button. I just hit a button that will apparently... That makes, I don't know, but it's deafening. It makes, it makes you two very much louder. Danielle ripped the headphones from her ear like I shot her. So apparently it works. You do have very sensitive ears. That's true. So you may notice. Oh, Sue just got louder. No, there you go. Sue just Ryan's got louder. Okay. So basically, I'm going to screw over my wife. That's like something Joe Biden said today. By the way, no, I love whatever. that. Um, so <laughs> problem solved. I might yell because I'm being screamed out of my ear, but problem solved. Poor Danielle. And you're welcome. Oh, it's okay. okay. I just will go with one headphone. Yes, Bob. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Great and I have hear. just finished my mics while I have one swallow left, so I'm well <laughs> lubricated for this show. <laughs> <laughs> and now I made poor Bob choke on this movie. Can we edit that out, please? Sorry, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me have that last little drink, and then we'll be ready. Oh, goodness. That's wait, so, wait I, I just want to take this moment. I, I normally never do this, but... Someone on the Facebook wants uh, blank character sheets of the Edible Ors game. The Edible Ors? Yeah, did you say Edible Ors? Bob, you're on eHarmony.com and you're talking about edible items. What is happening? Oh, oh, oh. Just, just so delicious. You just you can eat it right up. No, he's on eHarmony and he's talking about edible things. For ed- everyone just talking edible. about edible. eHarmony where I'm on Facebook now. I've moved on. Okay. All right. And and it's it's finding his, his date son. 
Facebook now. It's easier. Yeah, but yes, it should be. That's exciting. It excites me that someone else may be playing the orders and I'm not DMing. I know. So I need I need people to tell me if this is weird, something that happened tonight. I need the community. Danielle already thinks I'm weird, but I'm interested in especially what Bob would think. I'm not sure because Bob is, you know, he's kind of like another alpha male. You know, so I, I, now across from my from our house, there's 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 woods. There's about a hundred feet of woods. On the other side, there's a parking lot for for a business near a highway. Okay, so there's 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 a very narrow area of woods across the street from my house. Now I have to run down the street for a few minutes, so I'm backing out of my driveway. It's around an hour and a half ago, and I start to drive down the street. Now down the street, I see in the reflection of a house, I see um, police car lights. Okay. Okay. The car in front of me is so the, the police car is around the corner, and I can see the lights reflecting off the house at the corner. The car in front of me immediately stops in the middle of the road. It was a very busy road. The car just stops in the direction of the lights, puts it in reverse, starts backing up in the road. Now this is a road that has a yellow line down the middle. It's a very busy road. You don't back up on this road. Mm-hmm. Backs up, almost hits me, swerves around me, pulls behind me, and keeps backing up. Mm-hmm. So I'm so I'm thinking, is this guy running from the police? Like I, I'm starting that to think would be my guess. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm just drunk, right? So Danielle's still home, so I'm like, I'm not going down the street anymore. So I pull into a side street and turn around. Are you so nice? You came back. I came back. Well, the cats were here too. Oh, so <laughs> you see people. I come we, back. We know the priority. The car, now the car is has backed into my driveway. So I pull up in front of my house, and I look at the guy, and I wave him out of my driveway. So he's like, oh, like, this is your house? I'm like, yeah, I nod my head. So he pulls up, pulls up next to me. Oh, dude, did you see the deer? I'm like, the, the, what deer? <laughs> oh, he, big deer. So then I pull in the driveway. I go in the house. I'm like, I'm not leaving because there's these more. And they're, they're driving down the street going like four miles an hour staring into the woods. <laughs> All right? One of them is wearing a cowboy hat. I'm in NASA. He gets his gun out. Y'all are in trouble. One of them is wearing flannel, and one of them is wearing cowboy hat. No, they were both wearing flannel. They were both wearing flannel. And you saw the cowboy hat guy. So they're driving down the street. They're going like five miles an hour. People are beeping at them. People are driving around them. Like, they're creating, like, a a thing. Did Jen say she was coming to visit? She did not say she's coming to visit. So then they pull in front of my house, and they get out of the car, and they go into the woods. I'm like, are they hunting the two? Like, I'm literally near a major highway. Like, this is weird. So I end up calling the local police saying, just so you know, these guys almost got into four different car accidents, almost blacked into me. I still don't know why the cops were down the street. I don't know what that deal was. Well, that's because that's where the deer are. They're down the street. That's probably that. So the cop says to me, and I I said, it's, you know, it's a green truck. It has New Hampshire plates. And the cop says, well, maybe they don't know deer come this far south. So now the cop is making fun of me. I'm like, you almost got to me. I drove over one of these fuckers with my car five years ago. I'm gonna, like, I don't know what's going on. So now I'm looking in the woods, and every once in a while you can see some flannel out there. I'm like, what the heck? This is weird. Then I look way down the other end of the street. There's a very dangerous curve. I see the guys running in the middle of the road. Cars are swerving around them. They're creating a ruckus. So they finally come walking down the street like 15 minutes later. Danielle wants to start the show we're watching, so she's yelling at me to come down. So I look, and they're coming down, and they're carrying a giant uh, fan, like one of those fans that you like put, and it like rotates back and forth, and it's like, it's like six feet tall. It's, it's almost called an oscillating the fan. oscillating fan. A giant oscillating fan. They throw it in the back of their car, which I can now see because I'm on a different floor. Has like an old TV in it. 
you know, they're just rummaging for trash. Here's my thing. I think they're going through, like, behind people's houses, stealing oh, their you know shit. What? That's great, because I would love for them to take what's behind their I think they're stealing house. people's we shit. We have some old, ugly, vertical wines. We do. Take they're them. using the deer for, the, the, for cover. They're sneaking in the woods. They're sneaking out behind people's houses, stealing their shit, and leaving. And if I hadn't they're, called they're the cops... They're taking junk. Yes. They're taking junk. But here's the thing. I'm now angry, because if I hadn't, like, scared them off with my alpha maleness... They could have taken our shit, and we would have had to buy stickers to have it be disposed of. I have I an alternate theory. What's that? There was a deer? My alternate theory is that they're growing marijuana out in the woods somehow. Mm-hmm. And when they saw the cops, they panicked. And then they went down to where they were growing it, and they had to get rid of it really fast. So they stuffed it in the pole of the fan, and then carried the fan out nonchalantly so that it doesn't look where like the they're fan really Here's from, the though. thing. Yes. I don't think a bunch of, like... Well, let's assume they're potheads. I don't think they're coming from New Hampshire to Saugus to to, to grow pot. Apparently, Danielle has located right. us. You have to say it right. Saugus? It's, no, it's New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah. New Hampshire. Danielle has located I us, mean, by the way. She's located where we live. That's the land of the free. You know, live free or die. No, live free or die. Where is the land of the free? I assume, but... I was, I know, no one gets the reference for me, but I'm oh, happy. No, well, we do. I remember. Uh, Ryan, I was talking about you today at lunch. Oh, God. And I was telling my friend that I thought it was really funny that you and I both lived, lived in the same, no, no longer me, but have lived in the same city, just in two different states. Well, that's, the, yeah, there's a Saugus, uh, Massachusetts, and a Saugus, California. Is there really? Mm-hmm. There is. Yep. I used mm-hmm. to live in Saugus, California. Spelled the same way? So, tonight, yep. after the podcast... Booking airfare, coming to visit. Yeah, we need to make plans. Coming to visit. Yeah, did you get my note about my mother throwing a monkey wrench into our plans? Oh, I thought she actually threw a monkey wrench. Yeah, no. After the podcast, we need to talk for a minute. Okay, so I mean, yeah, no, I thought you said something about a window. She, like, opened a window. No, she's going to California and screwing up our times. Okay, I didn't know if it was, like, a metaphorical Monkey wrench or okay, well that but it'll work. It's gonna work. Oh okay. well, your comment Figure now it. makes so much more sense. I had no idea what you were talking about. I feel <laughs> no. She did. She said something to me about the my mother opened the window. I'm like, all right, well, you know, like, all right. maybe that's where you've been for the last half hour. You were you were trying to find the way. I don't know. Okay. Oh no, because mom keeps closing all my windows. Two different conversations. She, so there, she actually did close a window. Oh, Ryan. She closed the window on the computer. Every time she gets on the computer, she closes my window. Oh! So I had sent you a message oh. saying, I'm ready to do sound check. Just PM me and I'll hear it. And then she closed the stupid window. So when you PM'd me, I didn't hear a thing. So she oh, okay. closed my window. Okay. But that's not the window on the on the trip. That's a different window. No, the trip's a different thing. Monkey Ryan. Okay. Sorry, folks. We're confusing you. I'm, I'm that's okay. Confused. I'm confusing Ryan. So it works out really well. I am super confused. Bob is very confused. So we're taking quizzes tonight. Yay. I love quizzes. Oh, yes, maybe the quiz. I have to go look that up. She's, she's looking into the quiz. Do any of you uh, watch Game of Thrones? No. 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 But I know that I'm sorry. the Flanians got together for the opening of Game of Thrones they were, at Death Roll's house. They were at Death Roll's house. They had a big old party. Yeah, I, I watched it. I also took a What House Do You Belong To quiz for Game of Thrones. That was interesting. Mm, that sounds interesting. I'm apparently a Lannister, for those of you who know what that means. 
I actually know what that means because I read I read a little bit of the book and I listened to all of the podcasts about it. I read cha- up to chapter three. Mm. I know that there's dragons. There's dragons. There's not enough to entice me to watch that show. I felt bad for Ray. Ray tried so hard to get me. She had me. Oh, my, my co-worker, like, tries so hard because he loves it. And he's like, you'll love it. I'm like, no, I won't. I love The Walking it's Dead. Okay. It's, like, not like a violence thing for me. I love The Walking Dead. I, well, that's pretty much the only thing I watch. You got kind of squeamish watching Castle the other night. That shows you. Oh, that was intense. Yeah, it really wasn't, no. Well, I'm a baby when it yeah. comes to that stuff. I'm, um, like, especially, like, the sound effects of, like... It's, a, um, it's like, like body violence. parts being punctured it's, it's, it's and blood, guy stomping blood squirting. It freaks me out. I don't like it. That's well, okay. Ryan doesn't like birth scenes, so it works out. Okay, it works I don't out. like birth okay. scenes. Why don't you watch, don't you watch Call the Midwife? And then you'll but that's yeah. okay because I don't do teeth, so we all have our little squeamish. Well, in fairness, though, I didn't like the mother giving birth either, if that in any way helps. That's what she's saying. What? You don't like birth scenes. No, I didn't like the mother. I didn't like Lori. Oh. It was Walking Dead. Well, whatever. No, Lori no, needed the C-section. No one could do it. And you heard something. Like, it, it was the sound of a baby getting stuck. <gasps> Lori, stop. Don't push. Something's wrong. <laughs> I hate that. Okay. <laughs> what else? The quiz is not opening for me. It's being a pain. Hang on. Let me see if I can redo this. The other thing we're going to do tonight is we're going to... Now, in past episodes on Parfait Weekly, we took on the post office. That was very controversial. You took on the post office? We did. Remember when Mike tried to mail Jen the thing? Oh, yeah. And then, they, then they said if we find it, we're selling it to make money. Remember that? Mm. To make up for the insurance money? Um, we're going to... Tonight, um, we're, we're, one of the things about the podcast is we want to talk about you know, things of substance that may be slightly controversial. We're going to start with gratuity, which I think is very controversial. I was thinking, never mind. When you said gratuity, I wasn't thinking tips right away. And I'm like, gratuity as in like gratuitous nudity? So we're making the bad um, All the podcasts is not going. Whoops. I used to listen to a podcast that had uh Sister podcast where the people actually podcasted while. Oh, is that Sex is Fun podcast? The sister yes. podcast. Oh my! God. I haven't listened to the sister. That's podcast. hilarious. But I, I know that they, long time they ago. talked about it, and they they do uh, apparently podcast that from the bathtub. I have funny. not heard it. That's I just yeah, I, I never listened to it either. But <sighs> it's basically two hosts that are married, and they Aww. would literally have like a relationship advice podcast. With them in the bathtub. It's like sex How is that safe? Like, in the bath. When no, there's no water. Is there water? Is there water? Or are they just sitting in a, in a cold bathtub? No, there's From what I understand, they, you, you just literally, they're in a bathtub and they have a microphone and they just sit there and it's, it's like, a, like, you know, kind of like the you guys and I use. Uh, and they just record themselves talking about stuff while taking a bath. Weird. That's, well, so they are taking a bath. There's water. To my understanding, yes, and there, there is water. They just have the microphone and stuff, like probably off to the side. Or oh, we would be dead. Oh, that's an accident now. waiting to happen. Oh, can I just clarify for Mooney? There was an audio glitch. I said that we took on the post office. We didn't take out the post office. That was an important <laughs> hey, distinction. All due respect to the post office, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they deliver in some serious weather. They do deliver. 
All right. Yeah. Have I ever told you the story about the poor postman that came to deliver our package on Christmas Eve and slid off the driveway into the orchard so that he was like half bleeding? And he had to get the, the poor guy, you know, it was Christmas Eve, he was running late. He came up the driveway and he slid into the orchard, so he's now he's leaning and he's stuck. Aww. And of course, my Rottweiler did not like him in uniform, so he wasn't happy the guy was there. And the tow truck came, and he's like, I don't think I can get him out because I can't, oh, I'm sorry. I am I thinking, can't get around him. I didn't think he had the tow truck. I'm picturing this guy walking down your driveway and slipping no, 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 and no, sliding no. through the UPS truck. The UPS truck oh, slid it. off the driveway. Oh, I thought it was like an 84-year-old like, mailman sliding down the orchard. Right. And the poor guy, after hours, <laughs> they got him out, and he went to finish his route. And as he got down to the bottom of my street, he went, oh, crap, I have another package for them. I'm not giving it to them. And he ran his whole route. And then he parked at the end of our driveway and walked it up at like 10 o'clock that night because he had to work overtime because we trapped him in our our driveway. It was very sad. I felt bad for him. We should have given him a big tip, but we did not. (laughs) That's a time when gratuity might be required. Yeah, I know. We should have given him a good I tip. I never knew tipping was so controversial. No, yeah, I thought you actually aren't supposed to tip mailmen. We t- you're, you're, not. you're not supposed you're not. to, but my mother makes me feel bad, so I do. Aren't they, like, not allowed to They're not allowed to. to. So now that Danielle has identified where we live, the post office, and listening to this podcast because there was a threat of me. Well, I didn't know office. about it. Well, I did who my mailman is and fire him immediately. Yeah. Aww. You just got the poor man fired. I didn't know. He's a nice little man. Stop it. He's a very nice little man. You know, just go and scramble where I said where we live. It's not like I gave a street address. Yeah, well, now people can try and figure out the only... you did that last week. You did that last week. I did do that. Oh, yeah. I almost did it. You kept that out. She did that. But no, now people will just want to look for whatever town in California is the same town in in Massachusetts. They'll figure it out. Whatever. They'll find us from... Various mm-hmm. points that we've made over the years. You guys have totally made me think of a very inappropriate joke about tips. Well, you can't just say that. You have to tell us the joke now. Oh, boy. What did the leper say to the hooker? What? <laughs> Keep the tip? <laughs> oh. I knew it was going to be something like that. <laughs> uh, Bob sounds more uncomfortable every week. <laughs> I have a whole slew of leopard jokes. I will behave myself. What do you get, like a leopard <laughs> joke book? No, it was, it was somebody I, I, I knew. It was, somebody I know's favorite jokes. They just thought they were hysterical, so there was a whole bunch of them. It's like 365 leopard, leopard joke calendar? Mm. You know, it's like the, what do you call a person um, in a jacuzzi with no arms and no eggs in a jacuzzi? What do you call them? Well, you should know the answer to that. I was going to say, like, a, bo- a bobber it's or something. Bob. Bob. Yeah. They're just going to be bobbing around in there. <laughs> okay. I said I was going to be good. Bob. I still kept going. You guys start talking now. Get me out of this. Bob did not seem amused. Bob was not so let's take that. Well, okay. Are we going okay, to take are the quiz? Are we going to talk quiz? We can take the quiz. Are we talk about revolution? The- are we going to talk about whatever? We can talk about revolution. I know Danielle hasn't seen it. I mean, Bob, I have a I question. Do you, like, this is the thing. I'm starting to think if they get canceled after the second season, and right now, based on the numbers, it, it could go either way. The numbers are low, but nothing else is really higher. But it would need to go two more seasons to make syndication, and then BC doesn't own it, so they really don't care. So there's a lot of different factors, so it could go either way. But here's the thing. If it gets picked up again, 
I honestly think they're going for a plot line where the nanites are we calling them the nanites? The the um, what are we calling those? The things that shut down the electricity. The, I think we call them nanites. The nanites. The, na- the, the nanites or whatever. Oh, nanites. Yeah. They're going to start like body snatching people, and like the human race will have to unite again. Like, and that will be the revolution that we're be, that we're taken over by nanites. And it's it seems like that would be kind of a weird take on the show. It's well, all. My understanding, and kind of from, I think this is from the last episode, because mm-hmm. in the last episode they took over what's his face, his ex wife. Yeah, Aaron's ex wife. He should really not be fat guy. He should not be fat, no. Um, they want, like, my understanding is that they have a collective consciousness. Right. So, and the reason why they decided to do it was because they wanted to know more, understand what it was like to actually, you know, it's, it's a one thing to. You know, hear know you know hear about what what an apple tastes like compared to like you know actually tasting an apple. Apparently, Aaron's good at sex too because they want to and try Aaron's sex. Apparently, he's very good at sex, or at least you know wood sex too. Sex in woods. What? I, that. I imagine that that's like the only time that the Ananites have ever had sex with anyone. Because wood sex. Wood sex. Wood sex just made the title. And if you haven't seen it and you haven't, you haven't turned it off yet, guys were doing well in the forest with the deer. Yes, it can be like um. one necessary for the other? What's the gay cow? Thing. Um, why can't I quit you? What was that? Oh, uh, uh, by Harrington. There's two, uh, there's two cowboys in, in the woods across the street from my house with a fan having sex. But oh, no, it's like um, if you haven't seen Revolution, um, energy sucking nanites. You can't see them. They shut down electricity all over the world. Fifteen years. We're, we're back in the 1800s. And now you find out that they're replicating and that they, like Bob said, have like a Borg kind of consciousness. And now they're like you know smarter than we are and they're able to like do shit so it's like they're taking over and I think that would be just a weird place for the show to go I mean I don't think that's the show we were promised in the beginning so I'm kind of wondering if that's where they're taking it I don't know if that's necessarily I still think the whole political drama of the Americans uh, taking over America is probably going to be extremely prevalent I think I, I could be wrong, but I think the whole nanoites, or however you want to say it, uh, are still very much B plot. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the excitement is, you know, uh, I feel horrible. I can't remember anyone's name in this goddamn show. Aaron. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. What's the main character's name? Uh, the, um, the belly shirt. Um, uh, I don't know. Charlie. Charlie. Char- it was Charlie. Well, I was talking about Charlie, but I seen about like the guy. Do you, you guys know. watch the show? Yeah, uh, it's a wonderful <laughs> show. Uncle <laughs> Miles, Miles, Uncle Miles. Well, I know where I need to Miles, Miles. Birthplace. Um, Miles, Uncle Miles, Miles Matheson. Yeah, Miles, My, Miles, and, and uh, Miles Matheson and uh, Sebastian Monroe. Sebastian Monroe. Them. Yeah, they're like it's all about them and you know them killing people and you know running around and being you know. They should be seventy-two years old. I'm sorry. It's like they were they were in their forties when the thing happened, and now it's fifteen years late. Well, they should be in their fifties, but you know they should be older. And it seems like they're not aging. It's aged, except for the kids. The kids have aged. They got a really good actress to play young Charlie, which is great because old Charlie's annoying as all hell. But I'm, I'm kind of glad they did that. But no, the season's better. They're making fun of themselves. They're making fun of the plot of the show within the plot because it should be made fun of. But you know what it is? It's like I just read a really terrible book on like an EMP, you know, exploding over North America and like we lose all electrical power and what would really happen. I think that idea is awesome enough to run a show. You could do it like The Walking Dead. We don't need to know what happened. We just need to kind of react to it. Now I feel like it's like, it, oh, it's that plus an invasion of the body snatchers. So I'm, I'm feeling like it's too 
much, but that's just, I don't know. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff going on. Um, With not good ratings. They finally, they finally killed off, uh, what's his face? The first boyfriend. I actually liked him. He was the only guy in the show who could really yeah, act. Like, but, then they, but the thing is, they haven't really used him in since, like, season yeah. one. Yeah. So they, it's like, I, it's not that they didn't care that he died, because yeah. I was like, oh, he's dead, I'm sad. But it was like... Well, now they have. Well, no, it is. They have. Um, they have um, uh, Monroe's Sebastian Monroe's yeah, as son. As, as soon as they brought in his son, who's got crazy eyes, he's got very crazy you know, eyes. Kind of, he actually looks like him a little bit. He does. He you does. Know, kind of, you can actually pull off the fact that he supposedly looks supposed to be a son. Um, like as soon as he came in the show, I was like, "Well, he's the new uh, sex uh, appeal for uh, for what's her face, the main female character who's." Uh, I can't remember. Damn. Charlie. I didn't even watch the show. I can't remember. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. There's just too many yeah. characters. It's, kinda, it's almost as bad as like Game of Thrones, where there's like so many names, you just don't even know who anybody is except for Tyrion because he's so cool. Well, the show's better now because the focus is off Charlie because she's just not. Yes. She's not good at like her acting skills are limited and her character is just not really interesting. So they're, they're kind of focusing on the like the characters are actually like I, like I really love. Like uh, Billy Burke, how he plays the role, I think he does a really good job. But it seems like every other episode is let them all, let them all, half of them get captured and the other half rescue that half, and then next week they just swap because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. They like each of them has been caught like 17 times. Like it's ridiculous. Hmm. Like I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And they actually may find the fact that math isn't like Miles um, will have his sword and like 50 billion bad guys will come at him and he'll kill them all with the sword. And they actually made a plot point of, well, I can handle 400 of them, but I need my good arm. Like, it's like he actually acknowledges the fact that he can kill 400 people with this. I don't yeah. Know. It's not crazy. So two more episodes of that, I think. And then uh, we should know soon. They, they picked up a bunch of dramas on NBC, but not that one, which isn't unusual. They might wait till the last couple episodes air and then cancel it. Or they might, they were kind of waiting to see, I think, what Believe in Crisis did for numbers. And they actually had pretty bad ratings. But mm. I think it's kind of, they could just cancel everything. The, the good thing for the show is it's on NBC, which sucks. So mm. you don't have to do much to do well on NBC. That's how we got five seasons of Chuck, because it just, it was on NBC. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think it's funny of all the shows I'm not watching, like I'm, mm. I'm stockpiling, Revolution is the one I know, it's funny you kept that. up with that, because you at some point were like, eh, maybe I'm just going to stop. No I, just, no, I always said it's a terrible show, but I keep watching it. I don't know why. I do not know why. You I cannot think, put it down. It's like you yeah. and your fix that you can't put down. It's well, weird. The one, the one show that I'm really still into that I know none of you watched is Blacklist. Oh, uh, well, we started we're, we're it, but we're well, keeping it. Saving, but we can't watch it because we're watching. I'm watching Revolution. <laughs> watch Blacklist. Okay. That one I'm taping. Yeah, we are taping that. And I love James Spader, so it's not going to be a hard one to watch Big that. So. Big Bang Theory was excellent uh, last week, too, with Will Whedon's little... Mm. Uh, he was good. character. Yep. Conversation um, yeah, and we just picked up on Castle again because we had been watching it, trying to get. You cried like but, a Oh my god! I haven't god, cried that much. I won't. I haven't cried that much at a TV show in so long. Very sad episode late in the third season. Danielle sobbed her little head off. Yep. Mm. Well, you sat there stoic. I was stoic. No, last night. No, last night. It was the one we watched last night. Yes. Oh, okay. You almost cried at Murphy Brown tonight, did you not? No, you I didn't. You looked like you were going to. No. Okay. But so. thanks for being there for me anyway. You got it. I'm, right, I'm a, right there behind you in the bathroom. Such a nice guy. Ooh, I shouldn't <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Ew. Sorry. 
Go away. I am totally going to find bathtub sound effects for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just gonna have like bubbles going in the background. You see like splashing water. Splash, splash! I was taking a bath. I, I actually found people walking in through water for the Orders episode. So when we take, oh three sweet, steps, we have we have yeah three step and two step and different things. I don't have very good acrobatics jumping from the table to the rock sound effects, but I did. Yeah. Alright, how's the quiz coming? I've got the quiz. It's in your thing. Whenever you're ready for it, I'll put it in oh, for we have a thing. Oh, we have a thing. Hang on, it's in the thing. We, we do have, have a thing. thing. I will put it in the POV one as well. Alright, and if those of you are listening to this and you're in the car, please do not take the quiz. You're in the car. Mm-hmm. Is the quiz not coming? It's yeah, not- do I have... It's coming very slowly. Can you give me the link? I can give you the link. I can't open the thing, though. It's kind of horrifying. <laughs> the link, it, it's it's in Quizella. So if you uh, go or Quizilla, go to Quizilla.com and scroll down until you find Harry Potter Second Generation, if that will be easier. It's actually not coming up for me. I may have to talk about tipping if we can't get Quizilla? It's doing the thing where it, like, pretends it's loading and then stops. So, Quizilla.tnic.com? Is that it? Yeah. No, it should just be Quizilla.com, I think. All right, let me try that. I have tnic.com. Oh, yeah, Quizilla.tnic.com. Oh, okay, so that is it? Okay. Are you able to open it? I'm not. I'm trying right now. I have a question. Yes? Was this quiz written by a 13-year-old? Uh-uh. I have no idea. Okay, just curious. I was just scrolling down them and saw, ooh, Harry Potter, and had to look at it. There's actually some pretty interesting ones. Mine's just taking a while to open, so I'm hoping it will open. It's like loading, it's just slow. Like I love, I love like the house, like the house sorting quizzes. Like, what's your best quality? Loyalty, courage, intelligence. Or ambition. My favorite is the what Star Trek captain are you? How's I picking with these? It's like, like if you meet an alien, do you A, drink coffee with it, B, yell at it, C, negotiate with it, or D, have sex with it? Oh, God. Well, your name is Captain Kirk. Yeah. Which emoji is you? One, two, three, four, or five? Yeah, I know. That one was, that one's Uh, like crazy. uh, I can't load the quiz, can you? Mm, Let me try again. Go lay down. Okay. Let me try say, again. I would say that I'm girly for my tree. Are, are we, uh... We're not doing a very good job of relaying this to the listeners. Yeah, well, we've got it. We've got I it. Can it enter, I, I, we can, haven't been able... We haven't been able not, to it's, open I'm sorry. It's not opening for us. It's okay. just... It's, I don't know if the uh, site is slow. Let's see. All right. Yeah, it's well, let's see. Harry Potter, second generation, who would you be? What is your favorite color? Green, black, red, oh, yellow, geez. or silver? Red. What is your favorite number? 24, 8, 36, 1, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's a dumb question. Huh, I, I think because I picked 36, I'm so like, you know, Teddy Lupin. Um, question, Bob. Is that really your second one? No. Or are you? Are you gone? Okay. I'm gone. Like, wow, they're different. They're in different order. All right. Well, I was going to try to um, open up a couple of windows and then just take the quiz with um, for Danielle and Ryan. So let's see. 
Ryan, color of hair, brown, black, blonde, dyed blue, bright red. Brown. Favorite subject in Muggle School, PE, math, science, lunch, or English? Math. I got it. Mine opened. Yay. What color are your eyes? Hazel, gray, blue, purple? Yeah, right. Green or brown? Uh, blue. If that was an option. <laughs> if you could put your name in the Goblet of Fire, uh, no. Yes, I mean, there's no way it could actually get picked. I'm going to say this is the nicest way I can. Heck no. That one. No, never no. Yeah, I'll kick their butts. Heck no. What is your best quality? I'm loyal and kind. Oh, God. I'm logical and intellectual. I'm sometimes stupid, daring, and tough on the outside. I'm the most amazing person in every way. I'm brave and true, so I'm told. Um, I'll do the Ravenclaw one. I'm an OC. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You'll do the Raven one? You're logical and an intellectual? Hold on, who got Darren Malfoy, son of Draco and Pansy? I, I I I got Chase Longbottom. (laughs) <laughs> his whole name is Chase Victor Longbottom, who is the parent. Her parents are Luna and Neville Longbottom, which is hilarious because Luna and Neville don't end up together. But the best part is, is I, my, I, I am Chase ended up being Griffy on door. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, which emoji are you? One, two, three, four, or five? Four. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> which trait is yours? Tough, girly, cocky, brave, or smart? Smart. Oh, I was going for the girly one there. Which number oh, is no. your favorite? 24, 8, 36, 1, 1, 2, 3, 4, 2, 20. 24. If you could have a big car, what would it be? Sports car, Batmobile, Weasley's car, Austin Powers car, anything pink. What was the first one? Sports car. Just give me that. Which muggle sport is your favorite? Swimming, running, uh, channel surfing, tennis, or biking? Biking. Favorite band? U2, BTR, Fun, The Click Five, Black Velt Bride. Black the, how are these people? <laughs> hey, thank you, Is there somewhere where we can say how horrible this quiz is? <laughs> <laughs> you talk about sipping now. Um, give me anyone I recognize. U2. You too. That's the one I did. You too. Uh, which is the core of your wand? Unicorn hair, phoenix, vela, hippogriff, mermaid scale. Vela? Um, give me phoenix. And last one. Are you ready? Bring me in Gryffindor. One more. Did you like my rather short quiz? Depends no. on my result. No. It was good. No. Um, I don't know. Yes, it was fine. I'm not going to say anything bad unless I get a good result. Um, I don't know. Let's use that the one you want. Whichever one is worse. Okay, here we go. Danielle, did you do it? Um, I did it. It, it like crashed halfway through, <laughs> so I'm trying to. Oh, okay. They would have a good web host here. I'm finding. No, right. apparently. Who did I get? Mm. Uh, it's still loading. No. <laughs> I to say, I, I, I'm, I'm not tipping I, these people. The service was badly performed. <laughs> You know what's funny is like okay, so I I pick in my questions like that I have brown hair and blue eyes and I have the qualities of Hufflepuff House. It, puts, it gives, me, gives me a character who's a Gryffindor who has blue hair and has hazel eyes. Yeah, that's me. 
I have to feel like it's not trying very hard. Oh, hey, the quiz just came up. A 13-year-old. It's created by I'm a water bug. All right. I was able to do it. Let's see if it gives me a result. Where do you find these quizzes, may I ask? I don't know. It's trying to pull up my result. Like, I just answered as quickly as I could. I think they're, like, doing it in real time. There's actually a person on the other end. I know. There's someone computing on the other end. Bob, do you find... Why are there so many people doing this quiz right now? Do you find this what eHarmony is like, Bob, when you have to... No, nothing. In the course uh, of you guys taking your quiz after I finished, I already messaged some girl. Really? What's her name? (laughs) We may like to meet her. I am not saying. Her name is eHarmony. Your name is eHarmony, yeah. Did you like this quiz? Make one of your own. No thanks. It'll just crash and burn. I don't feel like being a 13-year-old who has no friends and finds joy in creating quizzes that make oh. no sense whatsoever. Who'd you get? I can't get it to come up, Ryan. I'm trying really hard. I'm going to sit on my hands and let it see if it'll load. Maybe yeah, mine, mine's doing the same thing, so. Yeah, I think we too many of us decided to do this, and we've totally just... We just totally crashed their server. <laughs> There's a report it button, which doesn't work. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't think there's a need to the poor girl. What? Right, I'm I'm, I'm taking the quiz again over right. here because I have so much free time. Name, okay. I have so much time if we want to talk about things. I would yeah. be um, Dillian Cleese, full name Dillian Elizabeth Cleese, which at least we share the same middle name. Um, I'll be in Gryffindor, born in Britain, raised in Paris, Greece, Jamaica, Hawaii, and California. I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> Dillian is 12 years old, muggle-born wizard who recently moved back to her birthplace in England. Isn't witch the correct term? Whatever. She was raised in many countries worldwide. It actually says counties, but I think it means countries. (laughs) 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 It has an American accent. The reason Dillian... The reason she moved so much was that she lived on various cruise liners from her father's yacht production company. Yacht production? Say that again. Yeah. My father owns a yacht production company. He builds yachts. So why were you born on a cruise? Born on a cruise liner. All right. Dillian is caring. No, sorry. You don't live on the yachts they make. Dillian is daring, but she is very prideful and rather short-tempered. And because of this, she makes rather rash and sometimes stupid decisions. Wait a minute. Her friends include Albus Potter. Darren Malfoy oh. and Chase Longbottom. Oh my god, it's everyone else in this room! Take a breath, Danielle. Hang on just a minute. Take a breath. Hold on, I got Dillian Cleese. Yeah. <laughs> I got Dillian Cleese too! <laughs> we picked totally different answers! I'm a woman, so who do you have me get? That's it, Dillian Cleese. I'm my wife? Wait, does that mean John Cleese is my father? The, the thing about this, which is really <laughs> stupid, beyond what's actually stupid. Because that would be awesome. Wait a minute, twenty-three percent of people who took this quiz also got Jillian Cleese. There's only four answers. <laughs> well, you know why? It's Whatever. Great. And if you hold on, Jillian is that a guy or a girl? It's a girl. The middle name is Elizabeth, and thing. it says she. She there's was actually, born. There's five answers. There's Chase Lawsonbottom, Darren Malfoy, Albus Potter, and Dillian Cleese. Wait, so who did thing. you get, Bob? 
I got Chase Longbottom. Oh, all right. Yeah, my question is, okay. Eve well, we're friends. Grew up, grew up <laughs> on various cruise liners from her father's yacht production company. Is that like saying my father's Henry Ford, so I grew up in a lot of cars? It doesn't mean you live on the yachts that are being produced. Well, no, maybe he has to move around to produce for high-end clients or something. <laughs> you don't move the factory. You I ship mean, the yachts to them. high-end yachts can cost a lot of money. Yeah, you don't ship it in the guy's, but you don't build it in the guy's backyard. You build oh, really? I'm sorry. Them. When did you start building yachts? You, it's called. Knowledge. No, it's not. Yes, it is. You don't. You don't be, no, no. You're gonna. No. Okay, seriously. You make the yacht and you ship it. Mini Coopers are made overseas and they don't ship you here think on the they big need, Don't you think they need to test the yachts to make sure they're safe? Yes. Really? Don't you, you think they, they might take them, them for a test in the ocean? So, but you don't grow up on the yacht. Oh, I trump no, the thing. Well, I just, well, whatever. All right. I love that you two got the same thing. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> the same. It's not like we're boyfriend girlfriend. We're actually the same person. You're the same person. <laughs> That's a little weird. That's good. Danielle and I are the I'm, same woman. I'm waiting for mine to come up. It's being slow. Let me, let me just throw this out there. You're going to be Dillian Cleese, and it's going to be weird. It, it is going to be weird. So please take this quiz. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll have no idea where everyone's coming from. <laughs> I'm a water bug. What else have they made? Oh, wait. Their third thing won't come up. Hold on. This is on TeenNick.com? I guess. Isn't Teen Nick like the like the eleven year olds who watch Nickelodeon? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, saying, I think it's made by a thirteen year old girl. That's yeah. better it, it's oh, he's has found the author's profile. Oh god, oh boy. The quiz has four parts, is and she it was home? written this March. Is she home from school yet? Can we ask? Uh, her? <laughs> I don't know. Well, now we're making fun of children. <laughs> We've taken a bad. You know, what was it? What was it that you guys were, were wanting to talk about tonight? I can't remember they, anymore. We were going to talk about tipping, but I think this this quiz has completely drained me of it. No, we were talking <laughs> about... I forget, you know how it came up? Remember years ago we had the discussion on, like, the second-to-last puff that we all did, the PS was there, mm-hmm. we were talking about the rules of tipping. And I remember Rinda said she used to work at the Olive Garden at the takeaway counter, and people would tip. That was, like, a thing that people did. But well, only there, because Jen said they didn't tip her, or vice versa. Right, but there's also regional things with tipping. Some parts mm-hmm. of the country you tip 10%, 15%, other parts or other countries you don't tip at all, so there's there's regional things. But um, a week or so ago, we had some friends come over to the house who wanted to get Chinese, so we went online and we ordered uh, Chinese food, and it came up with the, you know, we spent, I remember it was like $85, and it was a list of everything we bought. So mm-hmm. my buddy and, my, and me, we drove 20 minutes to the, to the, um, Chinese restaurant, uh, you walk inside, and it, it's it's a P.F. Chang's we went to, and you walk in, and um, you come in through the side door to get your takeout, and you walk up to the bar, and the bartender you know, takes your name, he goes up back, everything's put in the bag, he gives you the food, you pay, you leave. So you get back to the house, one of the, Danielle ordered a beet salad, and the beet salad wasn't in the bag. So I'm like, oh, sad. I'm like, I will go back and get your beet salad. She's like, no, no, the food's going to get cold, don't go back. I'm like, well, you should get your salad. They're like, well, check the list and see if it was on there. So I checked the list, and it was on there. So I called the, uh, I call, I call on PF Chang's and say, we didn't get it. They're like, oh, sorry, we don't carry that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you charged me for it. They're like, well, what's, we're very sorry. What's your name? We'll take it off the bill. I'm like, that's fine. So we took it off the bill. So we wanted to go back a couple weeks later, and I checked my credit card statement. They never refunded me for the beet salad. Mm-hmm. So I ended up calling the place, and they said that it shouldn't have been charged in the first place. I said it was, because I checked the, the bill to see if they the did. Because I checked the receipt to see if it was on there, blah, 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 blah. So we end up going there, and I talk to the manager, and he takes it off the bill, and everything's fine, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, so the kid brings the, the, the well, bag actually, of food he, out. Well, actually, he did a nice thing. He actually gave us 
one item that we ordered for free that it was actually cost more than the salad would have cost. A buck five. But still, a buck five, it still I cost think. more. That was my thing. So he brings, he brings the food out. So the, so he's done this thing for us. He's taken nine bucks off the bill. We've chatted with the manager. And he gives me the bill. And it's, say it's like 50 bucks. And they highlight um, the, the, the $50. They highlight the empty tip line. And they highlight where the new total goes. So I'm thinking to myself, am I supposed to tip him? Because mm. he, they, you know, they've taken care of a thing for me, even though they, it was them overcharging me. They've taken it off the bill. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking about this, and in my head, I'm thinking, well, he's the bartender. If I order a Coke from him, am I supposed to tip him? And whereas instead of pouring me a Coke, you're going out back and you're coming back and you're with with a, and you're boxing my food or whatever, and you're giving me my food. He didn't box the food. Well, I don't know that. The he kitchen goes, did that. Yeah, but I don't know that. He goes back to get. Mm-hmm. But isn't that worth just as much? So then I'm like, well, what's the rule on that? So I put up a thing about tipping on Profile because I'm I'm looking for new information, and it started like a firestorm. Of discussion over uh, tipping etiquette, Jen and I had to have the talk. Um, well, poor Jen. Like, and this is actually—I um, don't want to monopolize too much, but realize this is something which, like, one of the things in this podcast I want to do is talk about things that kind of matter. Like, well, not that this matters, but something that's interesting. <laughs> I don't want to imply it actually matters. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Ryan. I broke it there. But no, she made a comment. Like, like the thing which I find fascinating is why I love Politic Weekly. I love talking about. Just why people think what they think and why they love Draco and why they love Hermione. That's why we do why we podcast. We talk about stuff. Well, Jen and I, Jen and I joke. We disagree on everything. We disagree on social issues, economic issues. We disagree like on everything. But we love Harry Potter, so that's enough to get us over the top. Like that's right. Uh, and I was talking to her, like we were we had this great talk about a month ago. We talked about school prayer and creationism versus evolution versus what you teach in the classroom and how to race. We had this like wide ranging talk, and we disagreed on everything, but we're still really good friends at the end of it. And she made a comment to me tonight saying, like, that makes a lot of people, I know not just her, it makes a lot of people uncomfortable. A lot of people don't like to debate. They don't like to defend why they like what they like or why they believe what they believe. It makes them very uncomfortable. And she made a comment, you know, how do you stay friends with someone who disagrees with you so much? Like, it, it scares her, like, you know, to talk about things where you disagree. And, like, that's like saying how do you stay friends with someone who likes red if I like blue. It's okay to like different things as long as you kind of know where the other one's coming from. I think at least. So I want to try to maybe... Well, and the difference is it's not like, you know, here's the thing. Could I be friends with someone who holds signs for Westboro Baptist Church? Um, no. Yes. I highly doubt that I could be friends with someone like that. But that's not the type of differences we're talking about. Right. We're, not, we're not talking about right. like massive, right. you know, like horrible Jen, differences. But we've talked about Obamacare before. And Jen has one position on it. I have another. But I like to know where she comes up with her position. And the people who I really can't stand are the people who have strong opinions but can't tell you why. Because Rush Limbaugh told me or, or Rachel Maddow told me and they, and they don't know why they have strong opinions. They were just spoon-fed to them. I like people who know where they come from. So yes, it's conceivable if you, if you talk to a friend who doesn't want to talk about religion and politics and you kind of get them to talk about it because you want to know where they come from and they say that, you know, the, the, the politician, the president of whatever party needs to be executed and stuff like that. Okay, maybe we should be friends. Maybe you're a little weird. But that's not what we're I think about. that what it is is that you're not trying to push your beliefs on her, and she's not trying to push her beliefs on you. You are just having a frank discussion of the beliefs. And where you get into problems is where the person is, this is my belief, and I'm going to pound it into you until you believe what I believe. 
Or you walk away from me and you're not going to talk to me again because you can't stand to have me pounding my belief into you. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think sometimes, and you want to know sometimes, I think, where the other person um, sets up the goalposts. Um, Like, I don't want to put words in Jen's mouth, but we had a conversation about um, a, a social issue. And it's one of those things where sometimes, like, it's like if you agree you're in favor of this and I'm against this, you can sometimes get together and say, well, okay, but we both agree that this is... It's like the education policy. We both agree, like, kids' learning is important, right? We just have different ways of getting there. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can have a discussion mm-hmm. like that. And then other times the person might say, well, no, I don't think kids should be educated at all. I think they should, you know, be as stupid as possible. Like, that's not the opinion. But, like, sometimes when you talk about it, you realize the other person has a completely different set of goalposts where the, the solution should be, then you can say, ah, you want kids to be stupid. No wonder you have such a ridiculous idea on how to educate kids. So, it, like, that's obviously a ridiculous argument, but that sometimes is what you find when you talk about it with people, so I don't know. There you go. Well, I was trying to think about my tipping, and I, I don't go a lot of places where you tip. I have friends that all work. I have a lot of friends that work in restaurants mm. and things like that. And I know that a lot of their uh, income depends on the tips. Mm-hmm. Right. But they are also, like, very stingy tippers if the service isn't good. You know, they they hold themselves and the other people around them up quality Mm. of service. Um, You know, I think that that you should tip the minimum in a a restaurant for even poor service, unless Mm. it's really, really bad service. Mm. And then, you know, a little bit more if it's really good service. But like you were talking about the, the barber and things like that, that just confuses the heck out of me. I... You know, I go in and get my bangs cut, and mm-hmm. they charge me a dollar, or maybe it's two dollars now. Maybe it's gone up a little bit, but I mean, it's like nothing. <gasps> wow, I end up <laughs> so tipping her a dollar because, you know, I'm like, I feel like an idiot giving her a quarter for cutting my bangs on top of the dollar that she's charging me. So I always end up giving her like this huge tip in comparison to getting my bangs cut but if i go in and get my hair cut which costs quite a bit more then the tip you know ends up going down quite a bit because i i don't you know but it's hard it's hard to know how much to give people i'm always confused and i feel like you know an idiot if i'm over tipping then i feel bad if i'm under tipping if yeah. really depending on it too the, the ones that confuse me the ones that always make me uncomfortable is when um, you have like a delivery to your house and they are mm-hmm. coming in and if they're setting something up or whatever, I find that that's always awkward because there's some cases where you've paid extra already to have, right? like, let's say like when we got a new TV, they said, well, for an extra X amount of dollars, you know, they'll come in, they'll expertly set it up and I'll, they'll bundle all the wires and it'll be really easy. So we're like, okay, that seems like it's worth the money. I'm like, I really need to like tip on top of that. I already just paid extra. You know what I mean? Tip on top right. of that. And I don't think we did. Um, do to, you? My, to my knowledge. I don't believe. But like if, if they, if like did. a furniture 
person delivers like a couch are you supposed to well no then it's like, like it's confusing yeah. then it's like if you have like a ten dollar bill but it's then like it's three i guys. paid for delivery it's, like <laughs> you know what i, I mean, mean with the thing, yeah. yeah with rest with restaurants the way i i try to look at it is because i think it's this way in most states i don't know if it's national or not but usually waiters or waitresses will make what like two dollars an hour and change and then the rest of their money comes from tips so it's all and and this isn't a bad way to do it you're kind of their boss for the hour like you're their employer they're they're making their money from you so they are it's incumbent upon them to 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 give you good service or else the tip will reflect that whereas a lot of people are saying well just pay, pay them a fair wage and you don't have to have tips which some places do some places have signed please don't tip our wait staff we pay them a fair wage I mean, so that's another way to do it. But, I mean, part of the thing is, and I know a couple of people said that. I think she said that. I think Jen believes it. Um, You know, they should just do that. Well, that's great, but they often don't. And Mm -hmm. if they did that, obviously the prices would go up because, you know, to pay for the the, um, extra, you know, um, expense. But, I mean, like, like one of the arguments that... The gem is making is there's a social expectation that you tip well, and she was kind of looking at it based on what she makes an hour, and then saying, okay, if I make so much an hour, and I have to tip someone twenty five percent or twenty percent, why am I paying them more per hour than I make myself? And that was like a line where she kind of drew it, and I'm like. Ugh. The way I look at it is, like, where do I like to shop? I like to shop at businesses that pay their workers fairly. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to shop at Walmart, which pays their workers as little as they can legally get away with paying on a, you know, same. So, I mean, it's, like, that's why, so, like, what kind of a, quote-unquote, boss do I want to be for that hour? I want to pay someone well for service stuff. Right. So, that's kind of how I view that, but. Yeah. Well, and it's like, um. You know, there, I've seen several things all around the internet where people come in and they run up this huge bill, you know, like a hundred bucks, and then they don't tip the waitress, and they say, "Well, you know, we only had enough money for the bill." And in and that you, instance, then you either don't go or you don't mm-hmm. you budget in the bill. You know, you budget in a tip with the money. So you're like, okay, I have a hundred bucks. I'm only going to order 80 bucks worth of food or 90 bucks worth of food so that I can leave a tip. Whereas, I mean, I, I don't agree with that. You don't go in and and order a huge amount of food and then not give anything. You know what I mean? Well, I think I made Jen angry because I made a comment. I made it tongue-in-cheek, but uh, I think she took a little offense. So I made a comment along the lines of, if if you're going out and you're spending, say you have like an $80 bill, and then you have tax, and then you have, you know, the the parking, and then you have the babysitter. If you have all these things on top, Mm -hmm. if the difference between a 15% and a 20% tip is what's going to break the bank, you probably can't afford to be going out to eat. If it's it's that. That's true. That's true, too. Yeah. Well, a lot of response was, well, I deserve to go out, too. I'm like, no, I get that you do, but my thing is... Or maybe, so maybe go someplace where it's not sit-down service. Right. We do that. Sometimes sometimes we'll do you definitely don't but that's the thing. we've done that too sometimes we've said like and we even said to ourselves like we could go to the restaurant and sit down or we could just order takeout from the same restaurant and save ourselves some money we've totally done that right you know like mm-hmm. big deal we'll just take it home with us and yeah it's either do it do it well or don't 
yeah. or don't do it. I mean, and there is a certain, like, I, I think what she was trying to get at was, you know, well, there's a social expectation, like, but that, but my take would be, it is also a regional one. If you, like, I don't know, in Texas, she was implying, you know, anywhere from like 10 to 18% is like the low to the high for tipping. Maybe it is. Maybe it's less. Maybe, like, would that, like, if a waiter gets a job in Texas and the expectation is 10 to 18%, if you pay them 10%, they're not going to be, they shouldn't be surprised by that. If they can't afford to make it based off that, then that's an issue. But if there's an expectation for something, I think you should at the very least, you, you, you have a social responsibility, I think, to meet that when you walk in the door, unless it's terrible service. And Right. The, where it gets hard, I mean, restaurants are easy. You know that that's what's expected. And I don't believe takeout. I don't tip our Chinese. Sometimes I tip the pizza place when I go pick it up. Just because the guy is really personable and he knows my name and half the time I can call and say, this is Sue, and he knows exactly what I'm ordering. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that I don't have a problem with, but for the most part. Now, I do know that if I call and ask them to deliver it, they expect a tip or an extra charge. Right. But I always go pick it up because I'm too cheap to do that part of it. Oh, I just actually really... I mean, to be fair, like, yeah, if you're having the food delivered, I... I have no problem tipping on that. No, I even had I driving just, it to you. So before the rimmers um, moved, I just remember before the rimmers moved. Um, so this is about a year ago. We went out to eat, and I remember, oh, and yeah. I ended up. We went to a restaurant I'd never gone to before, and I ended up paying. And I'm balancing my checkbook or um, going over my credit card statement, and I'm looking at this. I'm like, I thought I spent like way more than this. I must have been distracted. I left the waiter like a five percent tip mm-hmm. off of being fifty dollars. I felt, and I called the restaurant because I still had the, the the receipt and I called and I said this was the server this is the guy can I please pay over the phone for the tip I feel bad you know please let him know he yeah. must have been so pissed like yeah. he did this great service like I, I just spaced it I think I must like everyone's saying double the tip uh, or double the tax our meals tax is six and a quarter so yeah. I gave him I gave him a six and a quarter tip I think I just wrote whatever the Tax was double, and they said tax share double is about twenty. Right, but I think I did just the tax, so I gave him a six percent tip off of you know, and we spent a lot of money. So I I felt terrible, and I actually tried to pay over the phone. And the manager was like, "No, we can't do it." But the next time you come in, you can. And I've never gone back there because I'm like afraid to go back. Say, <laughs> well, yeah, we so never, terrible. But I I felt better that I made the effort. I was trying to pay, but yeah, it's like I like right. how must how must he have felt? <laughs> he gave us all that. He, he tried really hard because you know what the thing is. I said this to Jen too. I forgot if I put this online. It's like. Okay, take my barber, okay? I go in there. My bar- and Remember what I was saying earlier, 83-year-old men, crotchety. Mm-hmm. Tell- mm-hmm. Like, he'll go in there, and people will call and say, you know, Don, I'm very sorry. Something came up this morning. I have to cancel my appointment. He'll say, no problem. Thanks for the call. I can book it up to someone else now. Other people just won't show, and he'll call them. Is everything all right? Well, I was busy today. Right. And, and they'll be like, well, I lost money today. Well, that's not my problem. Fit me in at four today. Well, I have a customer at four. Well, I need a haircut. And th- th- these complete, unreasonable old gas bags of people who mm-hmm. expect everything. And th- you can tell that guy leaves, like, suicide. they'll probably leave a quarter tip for him if they even will. Or they'll say, well, I have bills. I can't be affording it. Like, there's, like, I always feel like those people go to restaurants and harass these. So every time I go, I try and be a little bit more generous to kind of make up for that to half offset. Of, to offset that half of humanity. Yeah, because... There's people like that everywhere. Well, yeah. I remember when I was just learning how to tip, and I would watch what my father would tip, and it was like the 
bare minimum. And I was always like trying to sneak tips on the table after he left because I felt terrible that he was like, you know, behind the times. It was like he was tipping 5% and everybody else was tipping 10%. And I'm like, you know, dad, you got to tip more than that. You, well, that's the going rate. I'm like, no, it's not. It's double the going, you know, double now. And, and it took him some time to catch up. And I remember being mortified as a, as a teenager, you know, and just going, you've got to, you've got to give more money and, and like trying to, you know, and I didn't have much money as a teenager, but, you know, trying to stick a dollar or two on the table after my folks left just to kind of offset it. Mm -hmm. So it's a weird thing, but yeah, the, the barber, that's the one I have the most trouble with. That's the only other place that I go beside a restaurant where I'm supposed to tip. And it's not really a barber, it's a hair salon, but you know what I mean. Danielle was even pointing out earlier today because I mentioned we were going to talk about this. And the thing is, I have celiac, so I can't eat gluten. Danielle is gluten sensitive. So we'll go to restaurants that are known for being good about contamination of food and, and mm-hmm. allergens and whatnot. So you get a waiter and, you, and like we, I've gone to restaurants where I've complained because we'll get the wrong food. And like, if I eat it, I could get sick. And like the waitress has no idea. And like we've gone to, to places that don't take care of you. So if I go somewhere and the waitress recognizes that I have the gluten-free menu and knows to bring the manager and, and, and like we've had managers come out before and say that, Oh wait, and they'll take the food back from me. We put the wrong sauce on that. You mm-hmm. can't eat that. Like that to me is worth. Well, what I was saying is that, you know, when you have a food allergy, and whether it's you're allergic to peanuts and you will die if you eat one or if it's more like ours where, you know, Ryan might not feel it right away, but it's certainly something that's it's extremely important that he eat gluten-free. You know, um, you're putting your immediate health, at least in the hands of your server. So to us, it's a little more important. They're not just bringing our food. And they're not spending it. They're, they're you know, they're... Listening to our concerns and they're knowledgeable about it. And of course, like most good restaurants, are they're now getting trained on food allergies because there's so many now that you know. Um, and you know, and yeah, we tend we tend to stick to the places where we know um, we know they're going to do a good job, and we know the managers. They greet us when we come in the door. They know our names. Like I mean, it's and those are the places you go back to because you just feel comfortable and. Exactly. You know, you know the Bob, you gotta get going. So. Yeah, unfortunately, I gotta be somewhere in fifteen minutes. Bob has a fifteen minute drive. Bob has a board meeting. I got the yes. board meeting. Remember, do you remember the first episode? Like when we were planning it, we were trying to name the show. And Bob's like, "I'll be back. I have a meeting." And we're like, "He never, <laughs> he never came back." Someone's gonna be there. That was yeah. a phone call. That was a phone call. Yes, that's right. That was Just a phone call. For the record, that's okay. Because what two weeks ago or last week, you had somebody knocking on your window. So that was your brother. Pop- you're a popular man. You are. Uh, indeed, I am. Yeah. Bob, you guys, Bob, I'm right. Hopefully, sometime next week. I'm glad we kissed right, and yeah, made up, Bob. Probably won't do a podcast next week because yeah. Ryan and Danielle are going to be out of town. North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. So I gotta go. Talk to you guys Bye. later. Bye. XOXO. I hear you, Amy. Hugs and kisses, eh? Do I know it's really weird? I didn't even tell Danielle this. Right, you, are you like losing your voice? You're bit. like all raspy. I talk a lot. You talk too much. That's probably it. Yeah. I had a woman. <laughs> did I tell you about the woman I was dealing with at work? The one who didn't understand how email worked. 
And she said I couldn't email her because I wasn't in New York. Oh, I guess. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then said um, she yeah. couldn't email me because I wasn't in her Outlook thingy. Remember that? Mm-hmm. So um, the woman wrote back to me saying, I can't get you the stuff you need until next week. I'm going on vacation. I said, no problem. You know, I'm going to be gone myself. Enjoy your vacation. And she writes back to me, I'll be in North Carolina. Yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. I'll be in North Carolina as well. She's like, yeah, I'm going to be in a small little town called Cary, North Carolina. Oh, that's person. that's where I'm going. We are going to the same. I don't, small want, I don't want to run into this well, woman. She could bring me my files. <laughs> I told her that. I thought that was that's was funny. Use. I'm being told to use more high particles. Is that a Rachel Ray reference? Is my voice getting raspy? Is it the Rachel Ray? She has a raspy voice. Does she not? I have a feeling that woman never shuts up. Rachel Ray. I'm only the July. Hmm. Yeah, no, we weren't going to say that, Ryan. We were just going to think it. We were going to think it. <laughs> I had this woman once. Oh, man. So, I told Danielle I had this woman once. Yeah, see? Joe Biden did, no. some, Joe Biden did something like that. His wife is a community college uh, professor, and he made a comment about, you know, like, you know, well, well, you know, I sleep with you know a community college professor every night, and then like the audience goes over. Oh, he's like the same one, the same yeah. one. <laughs> so, yeah, you gotta be careful with some of those things that you say. I'm having a good puffle day. The only host I haven't pissed off today, I think, has been Sue. <laughs> Just realized that. <laughs> Well, I, I will do piss. my best to oh. not get mad at you. Well, no, no, I think it's actually a very good day for me because, like, the the hosts all have disagreements on things, but we're still buddies at the end of the day. Yeah, I kind of like. Well, no, that's actually well, like it's, most. It's kind of like what you guys, what you were talking about with the debate with Jen. Right. You guys can totally disagree on everything, but you're still friends. Right. And that's that's what makes Puffa a family, right. and that's what makes Puffa such a wonderful place. And I have to say that the forum is actually alive at the moment. It has been all day. There's been all kinds of posts. Every time I check in, there's a whole bunch of stuff I haven't read, and it's very exciting. Very cool. I'm trying to understand what's happening in the chat here. Um, it's not the amount I talk. It's how I support my sound. Or maybe that's Rachel Ray. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Rachel Ray and not me. Either it's Rachel Ray or I'm being compared to the Kardashians. Maybe there's something One or the other. Well, I'm told are not the Kardashians from Star Trek because no, she's not a different the person. Okay. They're not that cool, uh, man. I'm, I'm, the Kardashians I'm, are better than the Kardashians. So, what should we talk about in future episodes? Things we can debate. Bob, Bob had a thought before he left. He wanted to share his um, feelings uh, because there has been so much debate over the years over gay marriage. There's a push that some. Uh, libertarians have to just ban marriage altogether and <laughs> just have civil unions for everybody. So there's that one. Um, racial right, thank God it's on me. Um, so that's one possible thing we can talk about. So apparently tipping has been more controversial than you thought. Well, well you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you just got to do what you're going to do. I mean, if, it, you know... Jen, too, had a fascinating tipping. Yeah, it's like, you know... Did you she not? Tipping stuff. Well, I tell you what, Ryan. When you come to visit, yes, there's a, a herd of cows right down the street, and you can go cow tipping. Oh no, that's different. Oh my God, Sue! They were actually talking about cow tipping on the radio this morning when I was driving to work, and what they were saying was, when cows when cows go to sleep or when they're you know resting, which is generally when one goes to tip them over, right? They're sitting down. 
Yeah. Like, so how, 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 do you, how do you tip a, a cow that's already laid down? I have no idea. I've never actually been cow tipping. And then there's yeah. apparently there's apparently a band of rogue bandits oh, in San Francisco. What do they do? Eight hooded figures were seen tipping a smart car. Oh, onto its rear end, so that it was like the hood of the car was facing up. Can I ask a question? With with the but it was pretty funny because they were like, "Well, they think it's rogue bandits. Um, they, they have not ruled out that it was just a strong gust of wind." Can I? Can I, <laughs> I have to ask this when you because Ray's asking as well. When you tip a cow, is the thing that the t- the cow can't get back up? I mean, first of all, that's just so mean. Why are you gonna tip over an animal like that's so stupid? I think I it's just, just you're it. supposed to sneak up on them and just shove them over. That is just so mean. I know. It's mean and wrong. Oh, no, no. I know. I know you weren't. I know you weren't. Because I know you love animals. Like, I just don't. But that, well, my question was then, okay, in the time before man, if there was a strong gust of wind and all the cows blew over, did that, like, wipe out the species because they couldn't get up and they all died? Like, Of course they can get up. I mean, it's just, it's something, probably some dumb drunk kid made up when he was bored on a farm. Probably guys wandering through our woods with the fan. That was weird. And then... I'm sure everyone maybe heard on the news that apparently UConn did great and won some sort of tournament. I don't pay attention to sports. Did sorry. They, did they burn the cars? Friggin' 30 arrests so far. And it's ongoing. Yeah, it's ongoing because these stupid drunk college students are throwing furniture out windows because mm-hmm. apparently that's how you celebrate your team winning. Mm-hmm. They had they had audio on this morning and they were all like, "Yeah, the dresser, the dresser, throw it out the window." I'm like, "Oh my god, what Wait, is wrong?" You're not going to have clean underwear in the morning. I mean, that's mm-hmm. I'm just like to me that's like embarrassing. These these stories are just I don't know. I it's just, it's, it's so weird. Well, it's like when the you know the big games and when they win, they riot in the street. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, and, the and honestly, honestly, that's probably that's like part of what turns me off from most organized sports is because I just cannot stand how seriously people take it. It's like it's a game, number one. But like you know, this isn't how you react whether you win or lose, and people just get so over the top about it and I'm just like, you know what, you guys are all overpaid and it's a joke but, you know, especially at the college level where, you know, it should be more just about the talent and about the fun of the game, it's like it just becomes it becomes ridiculous but anyway, I'll stick to my tennis which is a relatively low key tennis I find. I think if that someone rioted at Wimbledon, like the queen herself would probably come and, uh Put a put a stop to it because it's so prim and proper. This will be a little dated, but <laughs> Danielle and I are enjoying. I said last week Murphy Brown is um, being syndicated again. It's on Encore, and if you've ever watched the show, where you can remember the character of Jim Dial, who was the uh, oh, good evening. You're welcome to FYI. He's, the best. he's very fatherly. He in like he'll he walks in when they're all fighting. He says that is enough of these shenanigans. You need someone like that. Like that's the queen walking out there and. Stopping the rioting. You need someone like that, I feel, to do it. Yeah. Yep, to go out and stop the rioting. Um, I'm very surprised that you haven't talked about Kate Mulgrew. Yes, that, that I saw She's that trend. I don't know. She is. I don't know when that happened, and I literally just saw it um, earlier this evening. Now, uh, I 
I knew about it, but I didn't know what it was called. Geocentrism is the belief that the Earth is the center of the universe and that the sun revolves around the Earth. Now, with most things, we disprove them in the, in the 1500s. Oh, this, this is fabulous. And then idiots on the fringes of either political side, usually the right, but whatever, um, bring them back now. Oh, God, there's a picture the right picture now. It's, it's It's Captain Janeway in the command chair whacking herself in the head. That's the picture right now. That is well, devil Apparently, right Kate Mulgrew did the trailer for a documentary uh, by a lunatic bozo guy. And the way I describe this is I have friends who are creationists, but this makes creationism look like a legitimately scientifically, you know, proven thing, like to even piss Mm -hmm. them off anymore. Like, this is like, these guys are, they're out there. And what they did was they made a documentary about how the earth is the center of the universe. And they took uh, all of these um, clips of actual scientists talking and manipulated what they were saying to make it seem like they also were lunatics. And they had Kate Mulgrew do the, um, the trailer and I haven't heard it. So I don't know if she says like, by the way, the earth is flat on it. Like I'm not sure. Cause no, this is great. Because it says that they even tricked the physicists. Yeah. It's the guy. (laughs) One of the physicists, Lawrence Krauss, has already come forward to say he had no idea how he ended up in this stupid geocentrism documentary. In his article titled, I have no idea how I ended up in that stupid geocentrism documentary. He claims that producers must have taken clips of him that were in the public domain purchased the rights to them, and then just deceived him. Like, they just, well, they just the misrepresented is, everything he said. The thing is, say what you want about Star Trek Voyager. It wasn't very well written, but Kate Mulgrew is, is a very uh, talented actress, and she's very smart. Like, I, I've seen her talk. Like, if you listen to her talk, she's just engrossing. She's a very, very smart woman. And apparently, she, her, her line was that she... Now everyone's like, is Captain Janeway in favor of a flat Earth? Like, it's... Like, all of the of the nerds were, were, were all pissed off and she, she says she didn't know and she was tricked. My, I guess my question is if you are hired to sell someone's product, do you not check and see what the product is prior to? Well, she's saying, um, she wrote, I guess I was, I was a voice for hire and a misinformed one at that. I apologize for any confusion. I just want to know what she said. Like, was it like, did she read a script that like, I, you know, would have raised her arms? Or, I don't know what the answer to that is, but, um. I, well, I just think it's funny that they're both like, what? Like, how did I end up in this uh, damn thing? Well, poor Captain Janeway. <laughs> no, I mean, I certainly wouldn't look down on her. I, I mean, this probably was just a total. But these are, like, the real crazy people. Like, there's people out there I think are crazy, but I can't say that because I have friends who believe it. So I have to be like, they're badly confused. I'm not sure, like, how in this day and age, when we know so much about the solar system, how they can even make the argument anymore. I, I just don't get it. That one is hard to explain. Like... I mean, next they'll say, well, the Earth is clearly flat. Well, it's like I was saying before, you have to find areas where you can agree with people. Like, No, these people like, probably if you're, can't be If you're an atheist, you can acknowledge, okay, maybe the universe came from somewhere. Maybe something started it. Maybe we can agree on that, at least. To which Danielle says, well, if it was God, where did God come from? So, that, so then you, you blow the whole thing up in the world. But you can usually come together with people. I don't know what to do with the geocentrists. It's, it, I think ignore is probably... Well, Casting the voyage of the Dawn Treader, like didn't the boat fall off the end of the world? Like apparently, the guy producing this uh, 
He's also well known for denying that anyone can prove six million Jews died during the Holocaust. Oh God! Someone he like also me claims that the Jews are in league with Satan to take over the oh, planet. It's the Jews again! Oh God! What a nut! You no, know what Jew cast? We probably should have oh, asked him about that. What a nut! But yeah, whatever. Yeah, some rights did warn me about people like that. Yeah. This result, mm-hmm. but um, so unfortunately, Captain Janeway um got caught with some bad people. I wonder if she returned their check. Because she has a new show now. She's on um, Orange is the New Yes, yeah, uh, Orange Black, is the New Black. Which I, uh, mm-hmm. which I, um, oh, hold on, we're, we're getting a word now on Prince Caspian. Apparently it was a different world and it was a wave. A wave washed over the ship. No, what's the deal? They were at the spot and there's a turtle. We're, we're on the back of a turtle and then if there's... <laughs> no, this is a thing. It is, it's, it's, total, it's totally like Men in Black where yeah. the, they're... They go to the locker with all the little fuzzy people in it, and the watch is what is their light. And then they, you know, close the locker, and the world inside the locker goes on. And then the very end scene is us, and we're inside the locker in just a different locker, and it's a bigger locker. And yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Okay, because mm. I thought when there's an earthquake, that's the turtle moving. Is that not right? I mean, that uh, could be. Don't know. Well, it's a good so. thing that the turtle moves slowly because I have a feeling we're going to be having an earthquake soon. I think so too. Well, then they're because oh, obviously Yellowstone's about to erupt at any moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jen's welcome. Jen, if you're listening to this, you're welcome to move into my shed. You can't come in the house because I have the cats, so that might be a problem for you. But um, problem. you are welcome in my shed. And I actually, the first thing I looked was when I go to visit the, Sue. The, wait, what lived underneath the shed? The, the, the woodchuck. The woodchuck. That's the non-aggression pact is actually due to expire, so we have to renegotiate with the woodchuck. Okay. Does he still live there? I haven't seen him in years. Okay. Just but thought I'd ask. It's been about seven years. Spent, when did Barbara pass away? Seven years? It's been about seven years. Mm-hmm. She's been gone seven years. I know. Um, so it's wow. been about seven yeah. years. That way, that, I miss that old lady. She was out of her mind. She Perfect. was. She was she absolutely... Was she, was, she was so crazy that she was, it was so much fun living with that woman because she was out oh, of she her was mind. She was. She, she drove on three tires, like 75, blind. She's blind, driving on three tires. I've never seen anything like That's, her before. Well, you know. She did. And then she started making stops. She was like Kramer on the bus. She um, she knew she was on three tires, a spark shooting everywhere. So she stopped at an ATM to pick up money for the AAA guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, you got to pay the AAA guy. No, you don't. That's what your membership fee is for. You know, but, you know I, the question, do you tip the AAA guy? That's another, that's another. Oh, there you go. That's I another crack one. So. But she drove the only. You know who you tip, though? Who? I'll tell you who you tip really, really well. The people that give you free tickets into amusement parks and concerts and things like that. Mm. You tip them. The biggest tip we've ever left the reason this whole thing started, I think, I read a thing the other day where a guy was in a restaurant and he was talking to the waitress who met, they, they, they were mentioning Italy and she said she always wanted to go to Italy. So it was an $18 bill. He left her a $1,000 tip and on, on the thing he wrote, enjoy Italy. Right. Mm-hmm. Number one, I don't, I'm assuming that's just her airfare. I don't know if you can really go to Italy on thousand dollars, but that was, but, that's but my thing generous. is, that's the most generous tip, you know. Jen would be dropping right now with the thought of that because, mm-hmm. you know, and, and many other people, I don't mean to pick on Jen, but like a lot of people who say that you don't want to excessively tip would be dropping at that. My thing is, if the guy can afford it, that is a story she will always remember and he will always remember. Yeah. The, like, life is those moments of things that are amazing. So, it, what, how much money is it worth? Well, it's like you? the simple things too. Like, I've, I've actually uh, seen a couple times different friends on Facebook who, 
go to a drive-thru and, like, they pull up to pay for their coffee and the person in front of yeah, them is paid for it. For them, yeah. Which I just think is great, like, because who does that anymore? Well, people do it. And then it inspires them to then pay for the person behind them. And, I mean, it just, mm-hmm. you know, it's viral. So if you could, if you could help people out, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. the, the right. thing. I mean, it's, it's a thing that you do and you don't do it for any particular you just want to help people i mean that's and not saying that you that waiters or waitresses are you know owed charity but i think that you know if you can be generous to people why not because you might need someone to help you out one day you know what i mean so it's one of those things um new books i just actually read there's a new book series if you're um mini if you're out there you read more where, when do you find the time to read you have so many books on your on your she um, reads a lot and she listens to lots of podcasts she hated a book i recommended she hated it i felt bad about that well not, re- not really not everyone's not really. like everything but um i read it it's called um it's actually out today uh, I'm just looking at the name of the author because I can't reach my Kindle from here. It's by um, Paul Anthony Jones. Anthony. There's, there's no Anthony. 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 He's he's from Cardiff. Why'd that come out? Ooh, that came out with like a weird That was weird. Um, it's in the Extinction Point series. It's a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. It's by it's about a uh, woman named Emily Baxter who, for reasons passing under, she doesn't sleep. For reasons, not Emily Baxter. Um, Mooney doesn't Mooney. sleep. Um, she's from the past. Um, Emily Baxter is one of the um, the survivors of an apocalyptic event, and the third book in the trilogy came out this morning, so it got downloaded to my Kindle. So I've been reading it throughout the day. And um, so far, so good. I like the writing style. So mm. if you're looking for something to read, I think the the Kindle versions are like two ninety nine each, and the new ones four ninety nine, something like that. It's a good series. Oh, I just paid a lot of money for a new Kindle book, but it was a series that I really like. It's um, Nevada Bar. Um, the book. The oh, I'm getting an echo. The um, character is Anna Pigeon and she's a park ranger and in this particular book she was um they were testing equipment for to get handicapped people out into the wilderness Mm -hmm. and so the paraplegic was there she she, I think she was paralyzed from the waist down or something. She had use of her arms. And she was able to canoe, and they had a special wheelchair for her and stuff like that. And the lady that invented the equipment for her was there. And she, because she invented things, was like this multimillionaire. And these people came and kidnapped her. Hmm. And it was just this... And Anna, who's the... The park ranger was out in a kayak when it happened, so she was the only one that wasn't captured. And so she had, like, the clothes on her back. She didn't even have a pocket knife on her. She had nothing, no coat, nothing. And she had to, like, follow behind them and try to save them from the kidnappers that were well-armed. It was kind of like the River Wild with... um, Kevin Bacon, did you know if you oh, ever see that? I don't think I've seen that. He was creepy line. as hell. I don't know if I saw that. No, I don't think I did. Yeah, that one, it had Meryl Streep or somebody like that oh, in it, wild. too. That sounds so familiar. I'm doing a weird thing with books I'm reading right now. It, it's kind of like this is fan fiction, too. If you go on the website and say, give me the top ten fan fictions, you read very well-written fics. If you say, I want to read uh, Harry Hermione fic that takes place in sixth year and involves raincoats, you're probably going to get two or three fics. 
and I'm not naming other characters. Because I don't know. Because you're being selective. I'm in that mode yeah. now where I'm like, I want to read this particular type of story. So I'm getting books that are that particular type of story. So I'm getting mm. a lot of three star, mm. three and a half star books. I'm reading. Like one, I was just actually reading, and I couldn't stand the writing style. But it's a trilogy, and the first book is the lowest rated of the three. So I'm like, it gets better. But <laughs> I, I had to get through because Selena, I'm reading here saying that she has the ability if she's reading a book and doesn't like it to stop. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah, I have trouble with that. Like, I feel no, like I, I have to finish I feel it. like then although, I'll stop too easily. What do you quit? Although. Would you stop reading? Um, I went through a phase when I was, was probably end of high school and definitely into my first two years of, maybe first year of high school. Oh, those I just years. loved buying books. I would just always go to the bookstore and buy books. Mm-hmm. And, um, I bought Catch-22 by Joseph Keller because that's classic. Like, I'll read it. Couldn't read it. So Just couldn't. You find some of the best rated stuff in you know TV books, whatever we can't stand. Yeah, well, You're a lot of things. No, I just um, no. I mean. Usually I can get into most books. It's just for whatever reason. I don't know if it was the style of writing, and maybe if I went back to it now, I mean, it could be fine. But um, yeah, I just like, could not get into it. Well, I'm always afraid. I feel like there was this other book I read, and I finished it, but it got like it won all these awards. Um, it was on Oprah's book list, and everyone said it was this most amazing book. And I read it, and I was just like, huh? Like I don't, I don't know. And I, mm-hmm. I think it was. Um, it it was called Beloved. And I think it was just, it was supposed to be very moving and wonderful, and I just... Well, I'm, I'm always afraid, like, like it. if I get to, like, a bad um, chapter or whatever, I'll quit, and if it picks up from there, I'll never know. No, these two, I feel like some of the books I'm reading are, are I've read fix that have better plot lines or better punctuated, and they have better grammar. <laughs> like, I, like yeah. I'm actually very surprised. Um, and I've read a couple that I've been very excited when they start and near the end they get more convoluted and it's like, do you want to read another one? Well, it was good on the whole, but so I don't know. Do I want to yeah, do I wanna read another one I, of those? I will recommend uh, the Puffle Exchanges uh, Harry Potter as fan fiction. Yeah, that just came out, right? That Episode just came seven. The first one, they, they made five chapters. Okay. Um. I will say that that was very entertaining. So if any of you have not heard it yet, I recommend that you give that a listen. And Ryan sent me a recommendation from one of our listeners. Yes. And I am 20 chapters into a Snape Hermione because they want it on the podcast and I have to read it before I say yay or nay on that one. Mm-hmm. I always get amused when I get letters, certain emails. I, you know, I love the show. You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you for so much for the time you put into it. And so I'm chat paragraph two. Perfect weekly. I'm like, oh, I don't work there anymore. That's for Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get these forwards from Ryan. I'm like, ooh, Ryan sent me an email. Ah, I see what this is. Okay. So I'm like, crap. So so I'm like, maybe maybe they're listening to old ones. You know, we should have had Bob, I just realized, we should have had Bob take the Doctor Who quiz. Oh, was there a Doctor Who? There was another one. That's right. Let's see. I have to find... No, where's the one from Ryan? Ryan. Here's we were, the email we both from got Ryan. the same one on that one. There's though. actually a thing. I, I Googled um, Doctor Who news the other day to see if there's anything new in the fandom. And they're talking. They had um, someone asked Moffat, um, spoilers, they asked him if the Doctor doesn't die at Trenzalore, how was his... Um, how was his tar- grave tarvis, uh, tarvis there? And 
if his um, body was there, how did Clara go through the time stream and become the impossible girl, if not mm-hmm. for the blah, 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 blah. So it was this entire um, thing, how did that happen, if not for the, if it was immediately undone, and then how are the characters still there, and blah, blah, blah. And he wrote, he's like, I struggled with that, too. It's it's really geeky time travel plot points. But then I realized, uh, like, the doctor came to me and told me, mm-hmm. and he has this thing written in Matt Smith's voice that totally explains it. Hmm. And it's the funniest thing. And everyone, read, you read it, and then you look in the comments. Everyone's like, "Did anyone else pitch the doctor saying that?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did." Yeah. There's this awesome thing. So if you look that up, it's this hmm. great thing online. Yeah, this one is actually I'm uh, enjoying this Snape Hermione. It's starting off real slow, and it's making a lot of sense. It's a Hermione goes back in time, thick. So it it's a uh, I'm 20 chapters in, and and they're friends, but that's it. So they're starting off very slowly and working into a relationship. Mm. They didn't just, like, drop her in and have them, you know, going right at it. So that was good. Everything I'm reading right now is time travel. That's the mood I'm in. Well, you might like this. I might. All right, so Bob's not here, so I have no idea how to get us out of here. Thank you. If, for it, oh, wait, wait, wait. Does Danielle have a script? No. You have I don't script. have an ending script. No ending script. So. Thank you for listening to our uh, morning podcast that's not a morning podcast in our family <laughs> of podcasts or our series of whatever, because <laughs> Ryan doesn't like you to say podcast too many times in one sentence. So our family of podcasts, I have been Sue. I have been Ryan. I've been Danielle. No one has been Jan. And Bob was here and is gone. So he's not dead. He's not dead. He'll be back in next episode. Yeah, he just had a meeting. He was. He had to go get bored. Oh no, that's right. He had to go be at a board meeting. Yeah, yeah, that's it. At boardroom level. Yes. And next week we will probably not be here because the Danielle and Ryan are going to be traveling. And, yes. and we're going. To, we're, we're, we're traveling, and I'm trying a weird route. I'm going through Scranton, Pennsylvania. I'm going to Scranton. So see me for the sound clip on Scranton as well. We got a great okay. one for you. Um, and, and apparently, we're, we're, we're going to be visiting with Richard and uh, Kate Lestrange and um, their friend, the professor, and um, Madness will see. Oh, yeah, are you going to see Gilligan and Marianne and all them too? I made actually a Gilligan joke the other day. I made a Skipper Gilligan joke. I was proud of myself. So hopefully we'll be back. We're driving 13 hours uh, on Friday and 13 hours on Tuesday. So hopefully we'll survive. Yes, a lot of driving. A lot of driving. Uh, Take the um, Puffo Exchange podcast with you. That'll get you through three and a half hours or so. Yeah, we're going to have to be sharing the radio. Oh, yeah. Danielle and I have very different views on on what to do in the car. I'm a podcaster. (laughs) I'm a podcaster, and she's like music all the time, and I feel like I'll be in an elevator for 10 hours. Okay. Well, you know. You know, that would be fair if I listened to elevator music, but I don't. So don't be an ass. Remember I said before I had pissed off everyone but Sue, and Danielle was like, what? You didn't piss me off. All I knew was just give me time. Mm Mm-hmm. You can go to bed by your damn self. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, let's get out of this bathtub. I'm freezing. <laughs> you guys ought to get out of the bathtub. I'm all prunes. You're all pruny. Rubber ducky. All right. Have a good night, everybody.
Good night, everybody. Matt, see what episode is this? Um, go with fifty-five.